Welcome to Flourish, where we explore how to nurture, coach, and inspire the children we love at any age to explore the world, to dream of the future, and to discover their inner genius. I'm your host, Diane Flanagan, and a very proud parent of an exceptional child whose own genius was discovered at an early age. Growing up gifted, well, it doesn't mean life is easier. In fact, it's actually, in my opinion, more challenging as society struggles to keep up with humans' evolution. And, you know, we all talk about technology and how fast technology is changing, but I think people are are changing quickly as well in order to keep up. As an example, the traditional school model has gradually made changes to develop the perfect path for children and, and adults alike to, to learn. School cannot be a factory though. It's not a, a one-size-fits-all solution. And I can assure you that individuals are unique. But one thing we all have in common, when we're feeling bored, when we're not feeling challenged, well, boredom means we're not reaching our full potential. Equally, when we take too much on all at once in a, in a quest to, to reach our goals, well, it can be quite overwhelming and we need to take a step back then and regroup and retool and realize that we are indeed human and not robots or factory workers for that matter. Ambition is important in our drive and goals, but we need our compass to be calibrated, to stay energized, and excited about our ambitions, not get bored and not be overwhelmed. Because, well, that in turn will provide us, provide us with the confidence in ourselves and even in humanity that, uh, that we can meet the challenges that life provides us. This reminds me of Goldilocks and the Three Bears, or the Goldilocks effect per se which is not reserved for children or infants. It's a story that began back in 1837. It, it was a very different story back then, introduced by Robert Southey. And the tale has taken many turns, but the original analogy remains true. As Goldilocks explores the world around her, she is walking through the woods one day and comes upon a, a house in the woods. Feeling a bit peckish and tired, she goes inside to see that no one's home. But there is three bowls of porridge. Hmm, she's a little bit hungry, so she takes a bite of the first one. It's too hot. She can't eat that. And she moves on to the next one. Too cold. Oh, that's not palatable at all. And then the third one, well, the third bowl of porridge turned out to be just right. 
she enjoys a nice meal, and goes on to explore the house. This pattern continues as she finds just the right chair and just the right bed to sleep in, as she does not compromise. She does not settle. She finds the best solution. As we all go through life making new discoveries and exploring the landscape, sometimes we do run into a few bears along the way, or it might be in the form of a wolf, or even three little pigs. The story remains the same because sometimes it's just somebody in your life that you thought you could trust. And you get disappointed. So you have to trust your own intuition, your own instincts, as it already knows what's best for you. There's nothing better than exploring and setting sail for your destination. When it comes to navigation, well, a good example is a sailboat. As a sailboat does not sail itself. There are many, many variables that need to be in line when you are setting sail to reach your destination. You need the wind, you need the ocean, you need the boat, but most of all, you need a compass and a route that you will be able to navigate. Many moons ago, before Nicholas was born, before I'd even met his father, I lived in Vancouver, BC on the coast. And in Vancouver, you are one with nature for sure. So I decided to take sailing lessons, which usually were in the rain, but when in Rome, <laughs> or Vancouver for that matter, you just keep going and doing. Learning to sail, well, sounds glamorous, but whoop, that was hard. That was a toughie. That took a long time to learn, absolutely. And there's so many things to know. And even when you think you know what you're doing, you don't know because the ocean is the great unknown. And when you're out there, wow, wow. The challenges you face and the, the decisions you have to make at a drop of a hat. And when the tides change, you better be prepared. I do have very fond memories of sailing and learning to sail for the most part. Uh, after lessons, I think they took about a year, a few classmates and myself decided our dream was to sail in the South Pacific and to go to French Polynesia and sail around the islands and just explore. It would be so wonderful. We traveled from Vancouver to the island of Tahiti. And after that, we needed to take another ship to go to the, one of the other islands where our sailboat was. And back then there was only one airport on the main island. There was, well, there wasn't any ferries. So it was basically a container ship that we took and you know it was really memorable it was not designed for passengers it was i think designed as a for shipping containers and there were all 
kinds of people on this ship. We had nowhere to sit and the chickens had nowhere to sit. <laughs> I can see it in my mind's eye like it happened yesterday. I fondly remember mostly the full moon. If you have never seen a full moon reflecting down on the water, the ocean in this regard, it, it's breathtaking and a wonder of the world if there ever was one. It's just amazing. And I just, I could have sat there forever and just gazed. It was so relaxing. So the three of us ladies set out on this great adventure and one of my friends, she knew uh, an experienced captain. His name's Ken. I'll never forget Ken's name, that's for sure. He came along to be our official captain. He had a wealth of experience in sailing around Vancouver area. And in as much as we had just graduated, we really felt we needed an experienced fourth person to ensure our safety of our journey along the way. Once we had our sailboat and we're underway, our journey was very eventful. You see, it turned out our trusted Captain Ken, well, he'd never sailed in international waters and he didn't feel it was necessary to mention this to us. He just figured he knew how to sail. All right. But it also meant that he didn't know how to navigate with the international boys. Islands, the French Polynesian islands, well, they're surrounded by reefs. And so it's kind of important. There's a lot of tacking involved. There's a lot of navigation involved. And we were literally constantly nagging, constantly quibbling with Ken on the safety of our pathway. <laughs> it, was, it was a little nerve-wracking, to be honest. Ken really didn't want to hear about it. After all, he was the captain. And what did we know? Well, we knew we had just learned how to read charts. We know we had just learned how to navigate international waters. And he, he didn't concur. He just continued to argue with us. That was until one day when Ken navigated us right on top of a sandbar. We were actually quite lucky that it wasn't coral because a sandbar is a bit more forgiving. And after all, we were renting this boat. And lucky for us, well, we were in the water and the tides do change and the water eventually did rise after much, much patient waiting. That is one thing you can count on is the tides do change and once again we were under sail so it was okay. And that evening at dinner as we were moored in some fantastic bay looking at the wonders of mother nature in fantastic Tahiti, life doesn't get much better. We had a nice dinner and we we're gazing at the open ocean, drinking our Chateau Carton Rouge. <laughs> that's not a real wine. That's what I called it because it was this beautiful French red wine that was sold in a carton. Because when you're on a boat, you don't really want to bring a lot of glass along. So for safety reasons, but oh, 
it was a lovely, lovely French wine, and I really wish I could remember the actual vintage. Now that our little posse had its sea legs and had been practicing for a few days tacking around the islands, Ken decided, we're ready for Bora Bora. Let's go. We're ready for the open ocean and the excitement and beauty that Bora Bora promises with its wonderful palm trees and thatched houses and just beautiful, beautiful nature. I was excited. And then I was disappointed because we never made it to Bora Bora. Yeah. You see, another thing you need to do in order to reach your goals, um, yeah, to get to Bora Bora, is you gotta check the weather, you gotta check the tides, and that's kind of an important variable when you're navigating the ocean. Wow. He had assured us he had checked the forecast and we were good to go. So when we hit a storm and we were furious, Ken said, well, something to the effect that nothing we can do but ride out the storm. And I said, oh, there's something we can do. <laughs> we can turn around because we can live. Yeah, that's a new plan, Ken. So with that, Ken, decided to mm, go for a nap and the three of us ladies well we tethered ourselves yes tethered ourselves to the sailboat and moved into action we trusted each other that we were going to turn this ship around and we were going to outrun the storm and we were going to get back to safety so while ken was sleeping we decided to live and revved up the engine and experienced a raft of mother nature that knock on wood i have never experienced ever again because that was crazy i i don't even i don't even know how to describe it other than i am so thankful that we trusted each other. Yeah. And as much as Ken had more experience than us, he proved to us that day he wasn't a captain. He wasn't a leader, which would have informed himself. He would have kept the team apprised. He would have taken our opinions into consideration when it really came down to the crunch and in making that decision. He lost our trust that day completely. We no longer entrusted Ken with our lives. <laughs> and for that, he lost a lot of credibility. And for that, I am here today to share that story because it was an important lesson that I really hope nobody has to learn that way because it could have been life-threatening. But the reason for me to share this story with you today is that it's exciting to explore, but it's not easy. It's amazing when a dream comes to life, but there may be a few storms along the way.
You have to navigate your way through that. And you have to navigate it in order to realize your dream, in order to reach your destination. When you do, you'll discover your strengths and your weaknesses. On that journey of victories and fiascos, <laughs> even when we were sailing through paradise, well, the ladies and I were equally qualified to realize our dream and put our trust in each other with or without Captain Ken. Which makes me realize when I'm mentioning dreams and how life is not easy. I'd be remiss not to mention Martin Luther King and the impact, the imprint he made on society and the world. I don't know if he ever sailed the open ocean, but I do know he had quite the journey and he had quite the dream, a dream that made history it made people stand up and listen. One that I, I really thought would have come to fruition by now, I have to say. To paraphrase his dream, his dream was for freedom, for all mankind, regardless of your race, your culture, your beliefs. And he spread that message far and wide without the help of social media literally by word of mouth. And as people gathered in Washington back in 1963, they were inspired to hear of his dream, his dream of equality. The time is always right, he said, to do what is right. So it pains me to hear and see that mankind has still not realized that dream. One that, to be honest, is common sense. It's complete common sense. And not even the royal family is immune to this. And now with social media being so prevalent in our lives, we need to hold on to our dreams. We need to be nice to each other. We need to realize that yes, indeed, we are created equal and we all deserve a fighting chance in this world. And I would love to hear your stories. What great adventures have you been on? Where did you learn something new when you were out exploring? When you were out discovering and realizing your dreams? There's an email link on the flourish.mom website. So when you have a moment, please do drop me a note. I would love that. We are all born with a gift. We're all born with purpose. Life's journey is to hone and develop that gift as purpose changes within. Thank you for spending your precious time with me today. I really appreciate it. And thank you, Nicholas, for your music composition. I just adore it. And I love hearing your playlist. I love it. Thank you. I know you're discovering your own balance in life now. 
while still staying challenged and energized, which in turn creates confidence in your dreams as you explore the wonders of the world. It's truly an amazing place and there's so much left to be discovered. I'm gonna end with a quote from Mark Twain. 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the ones you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails. Live well, my friends. Until next week.